you, 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 you are about to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to the Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting. I'm DJ Impact. I got Matt Michaels and it's just us two. So you get us for three counts. And um, as we move closer through summers and all types of holidays, you kind of see us just kind of dip in and out. But that's why it's four of us, right? So when uh, one or two can't come through, the other two comes through. So, you know, we're here and we represent and we holding down. Welcome to three count. We got three good topics for you. If you're watching this live, throw all your comments into the uh, comment box and we will try to get it in as we see fit shout out to uh micah i see you there welcome to the show man um and uh yeah so that's that let's get right to it it's time biggest bad boys of podcasting present one two three count talk Talk, baby. Here's our first one. And this is from thirsty4news.com. It's titled Freddie Prince Jr. got advice from Cody Rhodes for his new wrestling promotion. Go ahead and throw that up. Boom. All right, there we go. And this is how it reads here. Freddie Prince Jr. is a big wrestling fan and recently grabbed headlines for his idea of starting a wrestling promotion. The actor worked for WWE as a writer. So has plenty of experience about the in and outs of the industry. Prince Jr. recently revealed how far his idea has manifested into reality. Prince Jr. recently appeared on, quote, stories with Briscoe and Bradshaw, end quote, where he gave details on the wrestling promotion that he started. The actor said that he has brought production equipment from the Fox boxing crew. He also stated that he is already doing real estate shopping. So this is what he said here. I'm already real estate shopping. I'm already looking to own a place where I can have a venue where it's not too big, where it's not too small. I bought a lightning kit from the Fox boxing crew. They were replacing their old one and it was like $38,000 rig and I got it for six grand. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but if, or if I'm allowed to sell it, but it's, it's in storage. I've already got a lot of things that I want for it in quote. Now, of course, uh, starting a promotion on this day is a massive workout, but the correct guidance, it is not impossible. Freddie Prince Jr. mentioned that he received advice from none other than Cody Rhodes regarding the matter. Rose was a major part of AEW's growth behind the scenes, so whatever he told the actor must have been from experience. And this is what he said. Well, I have a friend who literally has run the CW for the last 20 years, and they have a really good business model in place. It's how they maintain all those DC shows for so long. And I asked a lot of questions to a lot of people, and I've been asking a lot of wrestlers as well, and people who have built things, you know. I spoke to Cody, and I've spoken to Cody multiple times. So 
it's a lot to learn, but I feel like I'm going slow and steady and I'm learning it right away, end quote. Now, Freddie Prince Jr. has planned to start his promotion within the next 18 months or so. With the wrestling space having AEW and WWE, the idea of new promotion sure sounds interesting. However, it will be equally hard for it to compete with the established promotion. So I guess we'll have to see what Prince Jr.'s promotion lives up to to the expectation once it starts. All right, Mr. Matt Michaels, this was your article here. Freddie Prince, man, he's ready to start his own uh, his own company, man. What's your take? Well, um, you know, first things first, uh, we don't know what scope that he's looking at, right? Yeah. Um, if he paid 3800 bucks for a lighting rig, wasn't that 38,000? Um, yeah, whatever. Uh, still fairly cheap. Um, so that just tells you right there that the money going in isn't going to be extravagant unless he has some kind of backer behind him. Um, yeah. you know, that that's going to be a, an issue. The second thing is, where is this going to be broadcasted? Like, what has he been doing? In terms of, is he going to be shopping it to uh, syndication, uh, local cable station, you know, or, or national cable, uh, yeah. or is he going to be doing uh, it internet-based, uh, streaming-based? So, you know, he has that to go along with finding the space, etc. Um, it's interesting that he brought up that he has a friend for twenty years. Uh, and who, you know, has been in charge of CW um, because CW has been basically killing off these DC shows. Right. So, and uh, that, you know, I don't know if this, that means I don't know if this person's going to survive. One of the people that just got let go uh, from uh, the Warner Brother Discovery merger is uh, Brett White's. And basically, he's the one who uh, was behind making sure AEW got the go-ahead. Um, so the, the two main people in bringing AEW to, to uh, Turner Television are gone, essentially. Um, that's how quick turnarounds happen with mergers. Yeah. So it would be best suited if he stays away from actually... Um, doing anything that takes any money from a network to then, you know, influence the program. Um, shopping around syndication would be fine. Uh, but the whole question is, what what is he looking to do with it? Well, and, and, and that's what I want to ask you here, because, I mean, in the article, he never really pointed out that he was trying to get into syndication. He just looks like he's trying to start a wrestling promotion. I mean, you know, that could just be, you know, starting up something in some town. And then yeah, but you don't need a so you don't need a lighting rig if you're doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, if he just wanted to start some wrestling promotion, um, then what you're doing is you just do it in a fucking, uh, you know, gym, right? Right. right. What? Oh, how what does he? What what made him think that it would be easy enough to even shop that to somebody? You know what I'm saying? 
I don't I know. Mean, yeah. I don't know. The question is, is will he be shopping it? Like, who will he be shopping it to? What I'm saying is you don't just start a wrestling company without an intention of making some kind of money off of it. I'll tell you right now, his wife ain't sitting at home going, you know what? We got all this Buffy money. Go ahead and start a wrestling company. <laughs> right? Right. So the the idea is, is that if he's putting it together, and most likely he's going to bring in, you know, some of the, the name people who aren't under contract to anyone. Uh, he might even be working, you know, eventually deals with, you know, New Japan or Impact or AEW. Um, oh, and by the way, he is a former WWE employee. And if anyone would have their foot in the door to, uh, you know, use the resources of streaming it on Peacock, you know, he could make a deal with WWE. So there, there's too, there's so much to... There's so much to uh, that's at question right now because there's no real company right now. And he wants to launch this by 2024. So he's got a couple of years to work on it. Yeah. Um, but, but the truth of the matter is, is that it's not very easy to launch a company right now because we're seeing what's going on with a company that has all these resources behind them. And yet they're still talking about the uncertainty of if AEW is going to have a TV deal by the time the, their deal's up in 2024. Yeah. So. Is there always room for more wrestling uh, oh, promotions? Yeah. yeah. Sure. But you have to be realistic on the scale that you want to do it. Yeah. So you you need some kind of return, right? If you yeah. bring in a guy like Braun Strowman, you're not going to be able to pay him 500 bucks, right? He's going <laughs> to yeah. want more, right? Yeah. So I think, you know, and the thing is, is that Freddie probably has enough um, of the connections uh, in L.A. to, you know, use a lot of the local talent. Um, it's just how you powder in more known people. The thing is, is that it's he's a guy who is known, right? Yeah. Um, it's the same thing that Billy Corgan did with the NWA. Sure, yeah. You know, it's not a money-making venture by any means, but it's how much money you want to sink into it to see what kind of profitable return you can get. The biggest question is, does he have a backer or does he have multiple backers? Right, because I think when this whole thing first came about and was talked about, Macaulay Calkin was actually um, named as one of the people that he was thinking about. You know that that he was going to be working with. So you should get with Bow Wow too. I'm sure he's got a little extra cash. I don't think he's broke yet. Uh, I don't know. They, they made a uh, be like Mike Ten. <laughs> I mean. He 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 wanted to have some uh, a wrestling career. I don't know. I mean, he ain't heard nothing about that since that big hype. But but bottom line, yeah, he would definitely need to have some backers to you know get him up and going. So I don't know. Let's see. I mean, the fact they said that he's making some noise right now, you know, it's it's catching some attention. But we'll see where it goes from there. Well, and, and here's the way to look at it too. He's catching attention because he's Freddie Prince Jr. Right. 
if it was Dave Marquez, would anybody be talking about this right now? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Marquez yeah. has done a lot in the last two years to try to centralize and create more programming and no one's, you know, talking about it. And that's right. the difference. The difference is it's pretty quick. And it, you know, if it's Bob Smith doing it, it's not going to get attention. Right. The TMZ yeah. is going to be all over this shit, you know? Yeah. Got you, man. All right. Good stuff. Let's move over into our count number two. There we go. And this one is from WrestlingNews.co titled WWE Releases Expected Soon and Regularly. And this is how it reads. It says that on today's Matt Man Pro Wrestling Podcast, Andrew Zarian confirmed Dave Meltzer's reporting that last week about releases happening more frequently in WWE. Meltzer said that last week that wrestlers in NXT would be evaluated after 90 days, and if they haven't improved, then they would be let go to make room for new signees. There will be some expectations, no, some exceptions, I'm sorry, but the general idea is that they want to keep refreshing the roster until they find people who they think can make it on the main roster. This is a common thing Zarian said. Quote, I expect... Some more releases coming soon, like very soon. And I don't know the exact time frame, but I was told that it is that I was told this is not it. There should be some more happening. End quote. Now, WWE typically releases people around the time of their investor conference call. There's no word on who's on the chopping block, but presumably people who are barely used on TV are on the bubble. And then um, it looked like there was some sort of an update that Zarian had. He said, I want to clarify a convo we had on, on he said on this air today, that uh, what I was told, talent is constantly evaluating on progress, expect more releases, and regularly. Um, he said he made an, an error by saying very soon. So not very soon, but uh, releases soon and regularly. So that's where the article uh, goes there. And I just, just for a second, just want to read just some of the comments off that particular uh, article I just read. One guy says, one guy says, WWE has no clue on talent. Um, another guy said, maybe AEW is killing the WWE. It's where most release stars go to. And I don't even envision WWE being around much longer. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, here was another one. Uh, uh, I will laugh. Oh, this guy believed he thought Edge has been released. I don't know. Maybe he was joking when he put that in. He was joking. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, he, this other guy said, I will laugh so hard if Cody makes the list. I, okay. Clearly, um, and let me get down the count, uh, two here. Sorry to still have the count one up. Um, uh, so Matt, clearly here, of it's you have again the guy who gets some information that he's got from from Melter and saying hey this is going to be happening regularly um i mean probably one could have assumed that that's probably what's going to continue to happen because we've been seeing that but the question i really i have for you is and this is the part where i was a little 
uh, I was a little confused in an article where it says um, that NXT, the wrestlers in NXT would be evaluated after 90 days, and if they haven't improved, they'll be let go to make room for new signees. And the question I have is, listen, man, you're listen, I understand that WWE NXT is developmental. I totally get it. At the same time, it is on TV, on a big a big network, by the way, and you are, in some ways, can be creating stars, even if you think that maybe they're not cutting it. Let's say, for example, Joe Gacy. If he's let go because for all of a sudden now, they think he's not cutting it, it just seems like it's it doesn't make sense because now he can... In, in terms of, you know, I guess going over to um, AEW or Impact Wrestling, he could just he just go there and now they don't have to go about trying to develop their own character because in their mind, he's kind of already developed. Why go through that? Why? If it's going to be developmental, I would say I almost think if, it, if the rules like this was really true, why even have it on TV? Just have it on uh, Peacock. Because, because why? Why because. are you going to bring somebody and then 90 days, Matt, in 90 days, you don't like them? I, I Listen. Because USA paid the money for the product. Okay, I get WWE that. WWE doesn't give a shit. They already got the money. They could probably fucking – dude, they could go and put on fucking, uh, you know, two of their worst fucking performers at the, at the performance center – and have them wrestle for 60 minutes, they could do whatever they want with with their it's developmental, man. I get that. I'm just saying it, well, I, apparently I, you don't I, I don't see why developmental needs to be on TV. Because I, they have a contract. It's not <laughs> it's not like they're like, hey, will someone please put this on TV? USA just <laughs> basically went. Well, hey, we'll put NXT on TV and uh, I, 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 I understand that what USD, I'm not even talking about that. I'm, I'm speaking on terms of <laughs> I'm speaking. Ter- I'm speaking on terms of why would WWE start somebody on a 90 day, someone brand new in three months? They have to somehow because uh, you have the fan base in 90 you're, days. You're, you're doing exactly what these assholes do. How am I doing that? No, you're you're because you're taking it as NXT. Doesn't mean NXT. Ninety days means we sign you to a performance center contract. If you're not coming along, we can get rid of you. A lot of those people who are going to get cut are people who will you'll never see on TV. And okay, that's, well, that's, that's of, different, though. I, that's different. That's not different. Me. That's what this is. <laughs> If they're not they're t- reporting it differently, you're saying the article is reporting it differently. The article is totally fucking wrong because okay, see that's where the I'm a confusion must be because I'm just saying, just in that I I I, I this is what all I'm saying. This is all I'm saying. I can't see that. They go, hey, Mr. So-and-so, we're giving you 90 days. Now go out there and 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 show us what you can do. Okay, Listen, 90 days, right, you're, right. 90 days you, you're you going. Wanted, now you I'm going. Ex- you want an example? Harmon or Harlan or whatever that fucker's name was. The guy who was with Gacy, right? Right. 
Did he cut it? No. So he's gone. I get it. I get it. And by the way, all right, man. Um, We we will go. I'm just the only thing that I'm saying, because I, I, the idea, I get it. Harlan's going, and that could even be questioned, right? I mean, Harlan, I, we you rarely got to see the guy really do much of anything outside of be right next to Gacy with a mean face. Right, because he obviously isn't doing what they expected him to do in the performance center. He wasn't growing. And if you're not growing, get the fuck out of there. You know what's different on the independent scene? You pay to get trained. In the WWE, they pay you to train. And if you're not progressing, gone. That's what it is. But this article is they're trying to put it out there by saying NXT. They blanket this shit, right? So it makes you think, holy shit, they can cut Braun Strowman. Or not Braun Strowman, Braun Breaker, right? Right. You're already jumping to, oh, well, if if Natasha... Lions isn't great, or when Nikita Lions isn't great. Uh oh, she's gonna be gone in 90 days. It's not true. That's okay. what they're trying to get. They're trying to get people okay. to look on their fucking articles and listen to their goddamn fucking radio show. And the sources confirmed on their end what Dave Meltzer's sources were telling him, because you know, we're a fucking another program that needs to fucking ride the tails wrestling observer they're bullshit it's it's bullshit the fact of the matter is we know nick khan is doing the business now right if these guys are not panning out to what they thought they saw they're going to get rid of them it's simple and fans are not going to be happy but that's what they're going to be doing yeah most of it it's going to be from the because they're not progressing in the performance center, in their training. And that's what's going to happen. They're also not going to... See, this is the other thing, too. They just made this sound like they could pick someone and just, oh, my God, they're just going to release this person or that person or this person or that person at any time. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What if they go W? Where the fuck is Braun Strowman? Where the fuck is Bray? Right? They're creating this atmosphere through their quote-unquote reporting to make people just go, oh, as we saw in the comments, well, WWE doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. AEW is going to put them out of business. Which is a crazy-ass comment. Yeah. As crazy as this fucking story. Because that's what you get. You get people who don't know shit all of a sudden talking like they know everything about... Oh, yeah, well, if they do this, oh, you know, look, AEW has taken a lot of that release talent. What have they done with half of them? They haven't built anyone. That's true. I just, in in wrestling talk, I pointed out that Tony Nese got stared down by Hook. So if Tony Nese is getting stared bound by Hook, do you really think that guy deserves to be in the WWE? <laughs> He's not doing something right. Sean Spears was not doing something right, and he still isn't. 
So I think yeah. this is this is the, the Meltzer and these fucking guys who have these unknown sources get fed shit all the time, and it's the boy who cried wolf. That's what's going on here. Yeah. Now, if you told me, if you told me uh the main roster is going to be see, that's the other thing they kind of they said WWE, but then they focused on NXT and the training program, which of course you're going to get people who cut. There are people in wrestling schools all the time who literally are told by trainers, Hey man, I don't want you to lose more of your money. It's a good idea to kind of, you know, you, you can't do a back bump. All right. You make the decision, but here we'll make the decision for you. You know, you can't do this. You're gone. But if it was fucking Gunther on the main roster, then eyes will start going, oh, okay, this is a little different. You know, but yeah. but like listen, if they cut Lash right now from NXT, it ain't doing anything to anyone to let that person go. No, that's true. That's true. And um and you know, I was also, yeah. I mean, it is true, but it's just weird. Like, if you if you start to really get, you know, involved in some of the character building that they do, and I mean, Lash is a would be definitely a not a necessarily a good example, but you know, like someone like Stratton, like you know, you could really start to really enjoy that whole idea of you know, rich girl, money shopping. You know, you, you get that, and then and then. You're kind of going in and out. Say that again. And that's fine. And and you're going to like, listen, I've liked characters my whole life in watching wrestling. But characters go away. Especially if the people who are performing the characters, they might be good in a vignette, but when they're in the ring, if they're shit and they're not progressing, you've got to cut them loose. Yeah. Why spend the money to keep people there? This is the other thing that was... Is, is 90 days long, long enough to tell if a talent is... It's, on the right it's a fucking absurd number. This is bullshit. It's a okay. number that's made up. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I, I can't stress enough that this is not an edict. This is not something where literally they came out on their website and were like, we're announcing the, our new terms of our training program. If people go on to NXT or get into the uh, performance center or go on to the main roster and they don't show a shit in 90 days, they're gone. That's bullshit. I would say that there's a higher chance that if you're 35 years old, you're not getting signed by the company as compared to them taking a risk on a 22 year old who they're paying minimal money. And if they're not progressing, they're going to let go. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you're going to be hurt a little bit. But the fact of the matter is, is that the characters get forgotten. It's as simple as that. You forget about it. Yeah. You know, and it has, and again, this has really almost nothing to do with anything factual. This is literally, uh, well, I heard that they're going to be letting talent go in 90 days if they're not progressing. Do you think they would let Cameron Grimes have gone in 90 days after he started with? No, because you saw what he could do. 
So you give him opportunities. Guess what he's done with the opportunities? He's gone to the moon. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, now that I've been yelled at and spit on. Um, it's not I, you. It's not you. It's Dave fucking Meltzer. And Which it's, by the way, you, you, the fucking wrestling fans pay money right. to hear, well, I heard the fuck. You've all been scammed by this guy for a long time now. Yeah. And the guy is a 50-50 crapshoot, man. Sometimes <laughs> he just happens to be right, and a lot of times he happens to be wrong. Right. No. That's all true, man. That's all great. Right. Micah just made a great point. I used to hate Grimes, is what Micah said. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a very good point. You hated Grimes, but what did they do? They saw the talent in him, and they continue to develop him. And that's why this is called developmental. If the talent isn't there, then they're gone, and we're not crying over it. I'll tell you right now, DJ, you yeah. made a, you've made the statement before. Mm -hmm. Aaliyah, I didn't see it in her. She's on the main roster. Why? She's a perfect example. They've kept her around fucking forever. Yeah, and yeah. She's, she is has something that has allowed them to keep that person on. But if that person, if if Aaliyah didn't have a good attitude, if she didn't try hard, then she would be gone. And why would we be crying about that? Because you're already crying that eh, why is she there? <laughs> yeah. I was shocked when I saw her this past uh, Friday. I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. She is with the company still. <laughs> and apparently she got shoved in that locker room like weeks ago. And she just <laughs> cut out now. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's go into our, uh, our third count. Oh, man. Three. All right. And let me get back here so I can get this up. All right, this one is titled MJF claims someone in AEW upper management has a problem with him. And this is how it reads. AEW MJF recently spoke with Wrestling about his future as he continued to tease a potential move to WWE. His contract expiring in 2024 is something he has been open about many times, and that continued. Whether he stays on AEW or moves, MJF is planning on earning plenty of money. Quote, let me explain something to you. By 2024, Daddy is going to make more money than the Hardys have made in their entire run. End quote, he says. Now, MJF then went on to claim that he can't wait to leave AEW, although he then teased retracting the statement. He also went back and forth on his relationship with Tony Khan in the interview. Quote, once you get into Long Island, you don't want to leave Long Island. So what does it matter if the traffic is bad coming out? I can't wait to leave out of this company. How about that? He said, oh, no. Oh, no. Hope that doesn't ruffle any feathers in the office. Oh, no. Who said AEW? I didn't say AEW. You just said AEW. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I'm in the shit mood. Maybe I hate my boss. Maybe I 
fucking love my boss. Who knows? End quote. Now, MJF has explained what it is that causes his frustration, which is down to the former WWE superstars earning lots of money. He doesn't think they can hang with them when it comes to the ratings, and that is why he believes management has an issue with him. And I think there's a now quote. I think there's a lot of stuff going on in this company that is inaccurate. He says. I think all of these ex fucking WWE guys that are making an absurd amount of money. When, quite frankly, they can't sniff my fucking jock when it comes to the ratings. I pull in whenever I'm on screen. I think they can all go to hell. I think that somebody in the upper management has a problem with me, and it's very obvious if you see what I am dealing with week to week, end quote. Now, of course, MJF gets the opportunity to work with the former WWE superstar every week in Sean Spears, and the chairman is his right-hand man in AEW, but he believes that is different. MJF also pointed out that he joined uh, that he joined WWE, he wouldn't deal with the issues that Sean did. Quote, let's talk about Sean Spears. Sean Spears is an ex-WWE guy that gets it, he said. Now, if if or when I were to go over there, I'll have, a, I'll, I'll have me a ball because I have built my brand and established myself here. So when I go over there, I'm not going to have to deal with the same type of bullshit that Sean Spears had to deal with because a guy like me has been criminally underrated for over a decade. All right. And that's the end of that. Uh, all right, Matt Michaels, MJF saying, hey, you know, he's got uh, someone that's uh, in the upper management that has a problem with him. And you know what I thought was interesting? Because, again, I got a chance to watch AEW this past Wednesday, and I didn't understand when they were doing the contract signing, he had mentioned the idea of, he had mentioned something about when he would get with his buddy Cody Roller Coaster. <laughs> he used that term, that title. Um, and, uh, and and he also mentioned 2024. And then he's, and he even mentioned, yeah, even to the guy back there, I was like, I didn't understand. Like it took me a minute until I read, this article, because I didn't, I didn't understand the references. I really didn't know that there's some shit going on with MJF and how he feels about the company right now with AW. And I've always expressed, and I could be wrong, that I think that uh, MJF is uh, someone who can uh, that can work in WWE and become a star. I do look at him. I'm not saying he is Roman Reigns level, not even close. But I do see him being close to the, on the level of where the Miz is. He does have to continue to work on his wrestling, and that's and that's and that's fine. Everyone needs to improve on something. But at least the hardest part for a lot of wrestlers nowadays is being able to hold the attention of the fans and with the mic, and that is something that he's really good at. I, I'm confused at what AEW is have a beef with him on here. Don't they know that in many ways he really kind of is? a part of their moneymaker, and are they just really going to risk not caring if he wants to go or not? I mean, what's your whole take on this? I mean, and did you notice this this past Wednesday when he made that comment? Did you know this riff was kind of already going on, or did you kind of figure that out after the fact? Oh, uh, no. I So uh, this actually goes a few weeks, I think two or three weeks ago. Uh, so the AF did a post, 
and it wasn't approved by the office. And so they were not happy. Okay, he did a podcast, right? That's what you said? Yeah, he did a podcast. Got it. Okay. And the and the the all not know about it. Okay. Which for me, I you know, I've heard stories. Um it's very possible that he could have possibly asked. Mm -hmm. Um and it just got conveyed to the wrong person or channels or lost. Um, that's very possible, but mostly he, you know, he, uh, whatever opportunity friends or whatever did a podcast. Tony Khan was not happy because he didn't go through the right channels allegedly. And apparently, you know, what was said was not necessarily something Tony was happy with. Okay. Um, what you also have to understand, JF, is always playing something. So when he says this stuff, mm-hmm. 50% is true and 50% is bullshit. Mm. But you don't know what is true and what is made up. And the thing is, is like, okay, first of all, this rant. I've never heard of this, and apparently um, AEW allows the wrestling to go on the show. It's like, what the fuck? Um, So the the honest answer is the AEW telecontract is up by 2024. Around the same time, JF's contract is up. A lot of what they're going to have to do in terms of, or what they they'll be able to do, really shouldn't. If you are using a true business model, it really known what they can JF until they know what their television situation is. And that's one of the things that plays big into this. Um, I think MJF is brilliant because he's stringing along this idea that he's underappreciated. He's selling himself the best in the business. Wouldn't you do that? You know, that's a big thing. So, you know, part of it is show, and in part of it probably has some shoot to it. Him and Tony have had. Um, it's probably like easy to uh, to have someone uses media in a way that he attention for whatever does, and then you have to then try to get in or you know try to figure this was that was done uh, that was. Know, uh, against uh, you know Tony Collins was he was he joking? There's a lot of layers to what he's doing with his character, and he's been just since he started, he started with AEW. He started right, so it's you know it. Listen, he would excel in the WWE. He has 
personality. You don't need the best wrestler. Reigns is not the best wrestler, but he is. Say that name again, because you 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 just you're dipping in and out. I get most of it, but who you said is uh, not the rest wrestler? Reigns. Oh, Roman Reigns. Got you. He's not. So, you know, you don't have to. You can go over there. You don't have to be the best wrestler. But if you're an entertaining character, you're making money, and you're right. probably going to Hollywood. So the question too is, you know, and I said this a little a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, everyone in that company is going to be watching Cody Rhodes, and if Cody starts making fucking movies, television shows, and he, you know, who who cares if you're the champion if you're you know, the Miz is the best example of man. You couldn't ask for a fucking life, right? Right. It doesn't matter if he's a champion. Or not champion. He's company consistently over a decade. Got into reality TV. Said to be a wrestler. Called him character the Miz. Went by the steps to make it happen, and it happened. He met his wife, you know, uh, part of the company. They have their own television show. MJF, if AEW can offer him that, if this Warner Discovery merger, if it's true that they are looking for content, then MJF should get some opportunities. If he doesn't, he's overlooked for that stuff. And I'll tell you right now, Punk is one of the biggest factors in all this stuff because that guy got a big contract. Cody wasn't going to get the same money that Punk got, and he founded the company. So if MJF isn't making something that isn't necessarily Punk money, but something close, I'm pretty sure that he's going to find it very, uh, you know, attractive to stay around where he can probably get more money in merchandise with WWE and probably get better opportunities outside of the wrestling. So, you know, again, though, this this is the funniest thing about this shit. He's the one who's playing everyone on this because the contract's still almost two years out or, or just less than two years out. So, right. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, in next time you could – you know, be kumbaya with everyone in the company, you know, or get your, you know, what you feel that you're worth met. It's, you know, again, it's, it's, it's the, uh, he's doing the opposite. He's going out there and putting this stuff out there for guys like Meltzer to pick up on. And oh my God, what if he leaves? Right. Got it. Okay. No doubt. Let me uh, ring our bell here. The end it. I was going to add a little bit more, but um, but um, I think I think our little connection issues, man. We I think the internet is saying y'all should just call it a night, <laughs> but we got through it. And um, hey, look, we want to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. We'll be back next week. We will have more wrestling talk, more three count. We also 
want to remind you that uh, a lot's going to be coming into Vegas, uh, at least uh, during the Memorial Day weekend. We know we have quite a few listeners out in the L.A. area, even in the uh, Phoenix area. So you may be coming up and enjoying some of the shows. There's a lot going on, not just AEW being here, but um, FSW will be here and, and teaming up with a lot of uh, other promotions that are going to be here as well. Uh, just keep it locked on our social media as we're going to start posting those events in town. Try to come up and support a lot of the indie shows that's in town. And uh, we know that you're going to have a good time. So we appreciate you uh, for hanging out with us. And uh, Matt Michaels, what would you like to uh, tell the folks out there? Nothing, because my internet's bad. Yeah. <laughs> exactly alright y'all well until then we will see you back uh, next week until then happy wrestling Vegas bad boys are podcasting